Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. It's weekend time. It's officially the weekend as far as I'm concerned. Let's let's churn through as many of these bad boys as I can get to. I think there's like 100 left. <laughs> but I'm going to get to as many as I can. Don't worry. I'm not throwing them away. When you email them, if I don't get to them, I don't throw them away. I leave them in a stack and I will get to them eventually. All right? Delicate flower. That's not very nice. What do you suppose is the logic behind not firing back at the Houthis? Uh, the satellites, AWACS, and the ships know exactly where in Yemen they originate from. He says, I don't care if I say his name, and he's got a wonderful name, Jesse. Okay, what, Michael? Anyway, 
in case you're wondering why I keep talking to Michael, Jewish producer Chris is off at an ultrasound right now. So say a prayer for him and his family right now. He's got a wonderful, got a new one on the way. That's wonderful. Anyway, why don't we fire back at the Houthis? We have these Houthi rebels in Yemen. They're trying to kill our troops. They're launching drones at our troops. And our ships have these systems where they're defeating some of these drones. They're defeating the drones. And yes, we know where these things came from. We know what's going on. What's 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 going on? What's the why aren't we firing back? Well, here, uh, and just stay with me for a second. First of all, remember, the modern Democrat is nothing like a Democrat in the 1960s. All right, your father's Democrats are gone. These Democrats do not ever ever prioritize foreign enemies. Every waking moment for them is about their domestic enemies. They're worried about the people who are stopping them from tearing this country apart. You are who these people would rather send a a carrier group after. You are. I'm I'm sorry if you don't believe that or if you don't agree with that because it's 100% true. So you would think of Iran. That's our enemy. That's an evil place. They're attacking our troops. That's our enemy. But because Democrats hate our country as much as Iran does, they actually are sympathetic to our enemies. Why do these Democrats like Obama and now Biden, why are they constantly cozying up to people who hate us so much? Because they share that in common. They feel the exact same way. Yeah, Iran, America does suck. So that's part of it. Another part of it is this. These people, especially the Biden administration right now, they're consumed by their poll numbers, by their approval ratings. They know they're deep underwater. They only worry about keeping power. That's all these people ever consider. That's all they consider, keeping power and gaining more of it. What they want right now, as far as Israel, Hamas, Iran, Hezbollah, Syria, all these things, What they really, 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 really want more than anything. It's not victory for these guys or defeat for these guys. No. They just want everything to calm down and quiet down. This war, this Israel-Hamas war, it has been a nightmare domestically for Democrats. Why? Well, you know the deal. The communist is a demon who wants to destroy everything. But he only gets to do that if you don't figure it out. He needs Norm to not figure it out. And when this Israel-Hamas thing kicked up, it started waking up a lot of Norms and Democrats in this country to the fact that at least a portion of the Democrat base, they really are just little animals. They're just animals. And it makes Democrats look bad It's dividing up their domestic coalition. You know, they want to go back. They just want all this to shut up and go away so they can go back to where we were five minutes ago, where two-thirds of American Jews voted Democrat every time, all the American Muslims voted Democrat every time, and they just had had a nice coalition thing going. But now everyone's at each other's throats, and it's causing them problems. They want everything to just calm down So the domestic Americans will stop worrying about it. 
That is why they don't attack the Houthi rebels. That's not because we can't or anything else. They worry if they attack the Houthi rebels, there will be an escalation from Iran, that Iran will then attack us in a more significant way. That's a completely naive way of thinking. The best way to get Iran to stop attacking us is to go kill a few of them, go drop a couple cruise missiles on them, and they'll shut up real fast. That's how that mentality works over there. But nevertheless, the Biden administration is paralyzed with fear about their domestic coalition. They need this Israel-Hamas stuff to wrap up so all these carrier groups can come home and these things can stop happening. They only think about themselves and their domestic poll numbers. That's why we didn't fire back. Hey, Stud Muffin, I'm confused about post-election statistics. How do they come up with data regarding different groups as to who voted for who? Like white suburban women voted for Biden. I know they do exit polling, but isn't our vote supposed to be private? It's all exit polling. Everything, all these, these people voted for this and these people voted for that. It's all done by exit polling. And exit polling is traditionally fairly accurate. You just got done voting. And while, yes, some people will hide their votes. Actually, we have a question about that in a little bit. It's fairly accurate. Uh, Remember, white suburban women voted for Biden. That's a little bit simplistic. Uh, It's fun to make fun of women voters. It's just fun. But the truth is, married women vote Republican. You know that? Married women vote Republican. Single women vote Democrat. The, The problem is the difference between them. I forget what the numbers are. I think it's 55, 60% of married women vote Republican, but the number of single women who vote Democrat is staggering. It's something like 80%. Again, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. When these people speak, they're speaking to the miserable feminist who hates men and hates herself and hates the country. That's their voting base. Single women are the power base of the American Democrats. Without them, that entire party loses all power in the country. They would lose if they lost single women, which they won't, of course. But if they lost the single woman vote, Democrats wouldn't be able to win elections in New York City. That's how big the women vote, the single woman vote is for Democrats. Well, Michael looked it up. 70%. Yeah, 70% of single women vote Democrat. That's Look, it's another reason, and I'm going to credit them for the strategy. It's evil, but it's a smart strategy. It's another reason they push feminism so hard. Everyone hates feminists. Everybody. And if you're a feminist listening to the sound of my voice, it's important for you to know everyone hates you. And I need to explain why. I'm not just trying to be mean. You know how we talk about bitterness and how bad bitterness is? Well... Women and men have different talents. God made us different. I have always believed and will always believe that a woman, she is a mood setter for a room. A woman will set a mood in a room. Have you ever known a pleasant woman or maybe you are one? I'm not just talking about looks. It's not what I'm talking about. But you have a great smile, a great laugh, a kind word for people. That sets the mood in a room. The opposite works with feminists. A bitter, nasty hag can take the entire mood of a room, a party, a family gathering, whatever it is, and drag the mood down. Women are mood setters. They are. Feminists, even other feminists, hate being around feminists because being around a bitter woman is a fate worse than death. But Democrats understand 
a feminist is more likely to stay single forever because no man wants to marry an unhappy, bitter hag. He just doesn't want to marry her, so he will move on. That creates more power for them. The more single women, the better. Again, this is, this is what the American right has never understood and the communist does. The communist looks at statistics like that. Wow, 70% of single women vote Democrat. And the communist looks at it and he says, okay, clearly there's a formula here. Let's do something to create more single women. The American right, the GOP is so neutered and pathetic. They look at that and say, we, we have to do more women outreach. Let's talk about how pro-women we are. Remember Kevin McCarthy in the retirement video we played last night or the night before? I'm not going to bother with it now. I don't even have it on my sheet today. When he gets up there, when he got up there and he said, well, I'm very, I'm very proud. We're retiring and we elected more women than ever. The most GOP thing in the world. Endless outreach to people who hate your freaking guts instead of bothering creating a situation where you have more of your voters. If married women vote Republican more then what you should do is do things that create more married women and encourage more married women. But that's not how the GOP thinks. All right. Somebody wants to know about Putin and NATO. And let's have a talk about that. Someone else wants to talk about Trump, not debating. Some guys from Florida wants to talk about his norm friends and so much more. Let's talk about saving lives first. Saving lives. We do a lot of things on this show that are obviously unserious. Saving lives with preborn is maybe the most important thing we do here. And you know what? Here's, here's God's honest truth. If we had talked about preborn for one show and one baby's life got saved and the next day I got fired, canceled, you never heard from me again, that would be a success. That's how important the lives of babies are. Preborn got a matching grant. What does that mean? Your tax deductible gift is now matched. You give them 28 bucks, it's double that. You give them 100, it's 200. You give them 1,000, it's 2,000. Right now, dial pound 250 and say baby or go to preborn.com slash jesse because you get two lives for the price of one. Buying a woman who's about to have an abortion in ultrasound it's saving a life. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Sponsored by Preborn. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Rolling through a bunch of questions. I know I still have a bunch more. I'm trying the best I can. You know I get distracted from time to time, right? But no more. But my focus is... Just stay focused. I'm not going to get distracted. We're going to focus on the important things. Hairless Oracle. It's not very nice. If our representatives are so willing to throw good money after bad, then why don't they throw money into securing our own country? We're throwing money at non-NATO country at a non-NATO country that's not our responsibility. It's nice, but not our problem. 
why don't we throw money at our own country? Uh, J.D. Vance was talking a little bit about where this money's gone. Why are you asking? My advice to the president and anybody else who wants more Ukraine funding is you have to justify it and you have to tell the American people, when does this end and what is our ultimate objective here? The president has got to articulate what is another $61 billion accomplish that $150 billion hasn't. Yeah. Okay. We've talked about this before. I haven't done this in a while, so let's just bring this up again. Then we're moving on to other stuff. There are three things all of our cultural leaders have in common. No love of country. Many of them hate it. No love of country, though. No connection to the real world. They don't know how normal people live. That's why they keep going, getting up in front of the microphone and telling you how good the economy is when you can't afford eggs. And they view themselves as kings and queens. But back to the first one. This is the hardest thing for people on the right to understand because people on the right are much more patriotic. They love the country. It's hard for people on the right to accept that every Democrat hates it. Most of the elect, or at least half the elected Republicans don't care about it. The people who run our country, they are not mindful of it. They don't, you know how, um, you know how you get heart sick sometimes when we talk about the hard stuff, when we're talking about hard stories or hard concepts, isn't that hard to hear sometimes? It's hard for me to talk about. And you've heard me get down before on the air. I try not to make a habit of it because I don't want to drag you down. But just kind of lamenting where we are, these people, none of them, none of these people look at what's happening in the country and get heart sick at all. Many of them celebrate what's happening. But America, the very idea of America or American greatness it re- I know you maybe think I'm being over the top for radio. It really genuinely never crosses their mind, ever. That, that, and honestly, when they find out about people who do think like that, they think you're ridiculous. Mitch McConnell thinks you're ridiculous for how much you love the country. Every Democrat thinks that same way, too. That's how they think. Oh, my gosh, here we go. These patriots again, secure the border, secure the border. Oh that's, that's how they talk about you. That's how they think about you, about me. I hate it. Why is the border open? Democrats opened up the border on purpose because it's part of their plan to burn America to the ground. Half the Republican Party still calls them progressives. In fact, the Republican Party is currently, quote, trying to negotiate with them to secure the border. And the Democrats are acting like, oh, man, this is putting us at risk. Any disruption in our ability to supply Ukraine clearly strengthens Putin's position. We've run out of money to be able to do that in terms of authorization. Extreme Republicans are playing chicken with our national security, holding Ukraine's funding hostage to their extreme partisan border policies. Let me be clear. Well, we're going to make him secure the border for Ukraine money. Hold on a minute. We are at the point where we have to try to negotiate with the people who opened up the border to try to force them into closing it. They're never going to close it anyway. The communists who run our judicial system, who run our department of DHS, the Homeland Security, they're they're never going to allow the border to be closed under any circumstances, not for Ukraine or any other reason. They have had a dream of opening up the borders of this country forever. They've finally been able to implement that dream. And I don't care if it costs them everything. They're never, ever, 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 ever going to close it, ever. They opened it on purpose. It's their party platform. 
flood the country with illegals. America sucks anyway. Just an evil colonial power run by whitey. Just come over here and take a steaming dump on it. That's the Democrat Party platform. And if you're one of these, quote, normal Democrats listening, you vote for that every time. You know that, right? Oh, I don't feel that way. I don't give a crap how you feel. You empower the people who do feel that way. That's what you people do. They opened it up on purpose. And still you can't get the GOP to speak like that. Still the GOP will talk about, well, I mean, uh, Joe Biden's failures at the border. They've really failed at the border. They've been, or what did I see yesterday? One of them, gosh, I wish I could remember his name. One of them said, they've completely neglected the border. What? Neglected it? They did exactly what they wanted to do with the border. They didn't neglect it. They opened it on purpose. It's not an accident. It's not a whoopsie. Oh, dang it. We tripped and fell, and now the country has 8 million new illegals in it in the last two years. That's on purpose. On purpose. All right? All right. Let's get to uh, the debate. Trump not debating. Someone wants to talk about that. Some other guy had a a discussion with his norm friends about all the legal stuff going on in this country. That'll be fun. Someone thinks we should allow the commies to just kill all the unborn. All that and more is still to come. Let's do something, though. This is the annual season of hope at Tunnel to Towers. You know, we talk all year long about Tunnel to Towers, about what they do, how, you know, fallen first responder families. Cop gets ambushed, gets killed, leaves behind, wife, kids. What, who helps? What, who comes alongside them? What can we do to help them? Tunnel to Towers comes alongside them, buying them a home, paying off a mortgage for their home, or even placing them in their community in Florida, giving them a new life. Well, this is the season, the season of hope. This is the time when the magic happens. This is where your $11 a month goes. Go look up Tunnel to Towers. Look up their charity rating. It's perfect. Your money goes to these widows and orphans. That's where it goes, and it's freaking wonderful. And thank you for what you've done and continue to do. They ask for 11 bucks a month. Go to t the number 2 t.org. 11 bucks a month. T2T.org. Go now. I've got an animal inside of me. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. If you miss any part of the show, you can download the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. Just want to give everybody a heads up before I forget. Next week is going to be my last week of the Christmas season that I'm taking a vacation. Obviously, I will be back as soon as I'm back from vacation. I will be here next week every day, though, except Friday. So Monday through Thursday, I will be here. We'll be live. We'll be doing the show. I know you're mad at me about that. I'm sorry. I'm taking a freaking vacation. All right. All right. World famous. I have a question. Before we get to that, I want to let you know that I'm not writing from a pure talk phone. So let me get a fart noise. You deserve one. I know you don't like talking about the primary, but please give us your input about last night's debate. I used to think Trump was the only candidate for me. But after watching, I found myself rooting for DeSantis. And as much as I hate to admit it, I'm actually liking Vivek. Is Trump not debating backfiring on him? Or am I starting to see it'll be okay post-Trump? Thanks for all you do. You can say my name. His name is Louie. That's a cool name. All right. um, The Trump campaign has made a calculation. And we're not going to know until they start 
counting the votes, whether it was a smart calculation. Nobody knows. Remember, everyone who says something about the primary, something definitive, oh, this is over, this is won, this is all is lost, we're finished, they're all lying. No, no, no one knows anything yet. We're going to start knowing real quickly in Iowa. But the Trump campaign made a calculation about debates. You lose support when you don't attend debates. We know it from the ratings of the debates. The people are watching these debates. Five million people watched DeSantis debate Newsom. People want this. It's election season. They want to watch. It bothers them when you're not there. However, Team Trump has made a calculation. They think he is so far ahead that he can afford to lose a couple points here and there because he gains more back every time he gets indicted. Remember, Trump got an indictment bump in the polls. Every time he got a fresh indictment, Trump went up in the polls. They have made the calculation that those indictment bumps will overcome any kind of a loss he takes not attending the debate. As for what it means for you personally, that's up to you. I've told you how I'm going to vote. I, I don't tell you how to vote. And I don't have any, any animosity towards you, no matter how you vote, really. If you're voting for Trump, awesome, wonderful. I'm sure you have great reasons. There's a bunch of great reasons to vote for Trump. If you're voting for DeSantis, awesome, wonderful. There's a million great reasons to vote for DeSantis. I don't do this thing where I throw poop at the other supporters of who are the, of the other candidates because I've been through enough of these to know as soon as this primary is over, we are going to have to be on the same anti-communist team again. So I know people love to do this. Maybe you participate in this. I hate Trump's supporters. They're stupid. The cultists, I'm never supporting them again. I hate them. I hate the DeSantis supporters. What a bunch of disloyal people. Oh, they're ridiculous. Only Trump can save us. I think you all sound freaking ridiculous to me. Vote for your guy. Fly your flag, may the best man win, and let him go. If you want to switch from Trump to DeSantis, switch from Trump to DeSantis if that bothers you. I, look, I've been honest. It bothers me. I understand why he does it. I want these people to work for me in my vote. Go earn my vote. None of you are entitled to it. None of you are entitled to it. None of them. I'll drop all of you in a heartbeat. You're trying to work for me. I'm not following you. I, I, you're, you don't have me as some loyal minion who will do whatever you ask. Absolutely not. I watched all of you push COVID lockdowns and masks and everything else. You get up on stage and you tell me why you deserve to ever have my vote again. All of you. That's how I feel. JK47. I like that. That's cool, Michael. That's a good one. JK47. I like Anyway, I'm a guy in Florida in my 30s, and a few of my friends will agree with me when we hang out, but then joke, just don't let my wife find out I'm voting for Trump or DeSantis, etc. The guy says, I understand keeping a low profile in the corporate world since announcing your conservatism is basically begging to be discriminated against or fired these days, but in your own home too? Luckily, I don't have this problem and my dime is on the same page. I think I might need to get these dudes on some chalk for Christmas, for Christmas, though. Keep crushing the commies. Maybe leave my name off this one. Look, men are feminine in this country now. That's right, Michael. Michael, beta behavior. I hear this stuff, too, and I've never found it endearing. And In fact, I find it pathetic. And I'm not just talking about voting. That's a great, that's a great example of it. I 
find it pathetic the way men cower before their women in this country now. I think it is so embarrassing, and it's become so mainstream that mainstream people will do it as a selling point. Biden does this all the time. Oh, I don't even know what I'm doing without Jill. Hey, Jill, am I allowed to go poopy? Anyway, just I, I do whatever Jill tells me to do. Ha ha, look how likable I am. Oh, barf. You pathetic nothing. Well, I mean, I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote for DeSantis, but my wife doesn't doesn't like the bills he passed. So I'm going to keep it quiet. You pathetic eunuch. My goodness. How about I'm voting for DeSantis? You should, too, if you know what's good for you. I'm voting for Trump. Stuff it if you don't like it. How about standing up for yourself? Yeah, it drives me freaking crazy. And it drives me crazy how mainstream that is with dudes. And a lot of this is our culture has pushed this endlessly. Sitcom after sitcom has pushed this endlessly too. Ah, look at the dad. Look at the dad. He's not the head of the household. He's not the leader. He's the big dumb oaf. He can't tie his shoes without saintly almighty woman coming in there to to correct him. Oh, honey, you're such a stupid caveman. Ugh. Jesse, we are all aware of your stance on abortion and the trans craziness, and I'm in complete agreement. Have we been looking at at this issue the wrong way? The commies are the ones that are in love with killing their unborn babies and neutering themselves. Therefore, these monsters are not likely to be reproducing. That means if we can hang on, the next generation will be offspring of the mostly freedom-loving traditional people. They will be able to take things back and correct these wrongs. Does this have merit? He says I can use his name. His name is Rob. Well, a couple things. One, remember, they're just replacing you. That's why the border's open. They don't have to stress about their people aborting their babies. They're just importing new Democrats by the million. And you know the GOP is going to do the nice guy routine and eventually give some amnesty to these people. They do it every single time. You know they will. That's one. Two, I am a believer in winning, right? Uh, We talk about this a lot, about how the right is going to have to set aside this holier-than-thou attitude and get down in the dirt to win because we must win. We can't afford to lose against these demons. However, I do have lines I will not cross. If it somehow wins us elections that they are slaughtering their unborn in mass, I'm sorry, but I don't consider that a win. These are real God-breathed lives. These are real children. You don't want to talk about the child trans craziness. Look, it's not just children. The trans craziness is crazy, period. And, and a story, it is. But it, the child stuff, man, that's so evil and wrong. And look, if you want to look at it coldly, maybe you're right. Maybe in the end it will work out for us electorally. Man, I can't celebrate that. Look, you want to, you go ahead. I can't celebrate that. All right. We have a bunch more emails, way more than I'll get to. Nevertheless, I will begin in just a moment. Before I do that, let's talk about putting our money where our morals are with our cell phone service. You know, Pure Talk is expanding their international roaming, right? Whether you're at the Vatican or in the Bahamas, you're going to be on your Pure Talk phone now. 
So let me see if I understand this right. My family of four switched. Our bill got cut in half. Here in America, we're on the same great 5G network. I have international roaming, and the cell phone company that I patronize doesn't send my money to Planned Parenthood and Black Lives Matter. Why exactly wouldn't you switch? You get to keep, by the way, I need to make sure I clarify. You get to keep your phone, the one that's in your hand. You get to keep your phone number. I'm not asking for a major life change here. It's 10 minutes on the phone with Pure Talk and you will switch. Pick up that phone of yours. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. The time has come. All of us, let's switch to Pure Talk, all right? Let's be a Pure Talk army for our new year. One more segment. Hang on. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. And I am going to get to as many as I possibly can here. And then we're checking out for a freaking weekend. I'm ready for a freaking weekend. Even though... Even though now the kids are at the age where every weekend is just driving. That's all we do is drive. Every every kid has a, this kid has a practice here, but then this kid has a different practice in a different place across town. But then but then this kid has driving school here, and you drive there. Really, I'm just a chauffeur. I'm basically an Uber driver. I might as well pick up a second gig at this point in time and just get paid for it because that's that's what you become as a parent. Let's get to this one. Dang you, Jesse Kelly. I had to edit that because he actually said the D word and the kids are listening. Please continue reading. This is not a bash about you. This is a dang you, Jesse Kelly, to compliment the patriot you are. Dang you, Jesse Kelly. I turned on the radio at 1025 tonight after having dinner with my lovely bride and caught the end of you honoring a son of what I believe is one of your listeners and then playing taps in his honor. While driving, I removed my hat and teared up while the anthem played. I hate crying. But it completely helped my soul to know that these sometimes forgotten soldiers have a voice that will never let them be forgotten. Thank you for all you do and being the true patriot. You need more like it. If anyone deserves a tear, it's the men and women that give us the freedom to be us. Keep up the great work. Hope you and your family have a great Christmas holiday. You don't need to thank me, man. I didn't do anything. That The father who emailed in gave his son for this country. And the son gave his life for this country. And we don't do near enough for these people. And what I do, there's nothing good about what I do. They're the ones who've done so much. And I'll tell you, I love that. I love how many people email in and say they remove their hat. Uh, they cry. They pray whenever we, whenever we play taps for these people. I love that you honor them too. You know, that means something too. It does. And, and I don't know if he's listening now, but I bet you if he is, he will agree with me. That father who lost his son, finding out that you removed your hat and teared up honoring his son means something. I have not lost a son by the grace of God. Um, Pray I never do, right? Just like every other dad, I hope I go before they do. But it would mean something to me if it meant something to others, if their lives, if their sacrifice meant something to others. You honoring them when we try to do something like that on the show means a lot, man. It it does. It means a lot. Honoring these people means a lot. It's something we'll always do. Oracle, I just tried your lib shortcut strategy on my friend who was a classical liberal and got into the Trump conversation. 
I asked him who he voted for and will vote for in 24, and he said, quote, I can't vote for the pumpkin. I asked him why. Give me examples. Like you said, he immediately went from he's a bad person to January 6th after he came to the conclusion that he won't uh, vote for him because he's a mean guy. He rapidly changed the subject. I could hear the short circuiting through the phone. I feel like I checked the box today that I tried to stop a commie. No names, please. I love the show. Give me the Howard Dean. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and yours. Look, it's fascinating. It, 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 like I've said, if you ask, because it's primary season, right? And, you know, Trump's getting, if, if you believe the polls, Trump's got about half the primary vote. The other half are people who don't like him. You ask a, a DeSantis or a Vivek person or a Nikki Haley person or whatever, why don't you like Trump? You may disagree with the answers they give, but they will give you specific answers. They have a reason for it. Ask your liberal Aunt Peggy. It's not about Trump. It's about wading into the hive mind. And you'll find out what I mean when I say these people are really more robot than human. Liberal Aunt Peggy cannot answer that question. She doesn't know. She's never been taught why. She went up to the hive mind, plugged her cord in, got a software update that told her he's the, the, the source of all that is bad and evil, and that's what she knows. So you ask liberal Aunt Peggy why she hates Trump. She'll mention January 6th. Don't argue with her there. Don't argue with her. Seriously, it's, fu- it's a fun experiment. Agree with her and say, oh, okay, yeah, that was really bad. No, that was really bad. So you, you liked him before January 6th? You were a fan before? Oh, you didn't. Okay. Why didn't you like him before? And watch them try try to come up with an answer. They can't. There's no depth of thought. And this is something that we struggle with on the right as well as far as trying to understand how these people think. Not just that they don't think. They don't want to think. They know they go up to the hive mind for their programming. They have convinced themselves that's what good people do. Good people follow the herd. Good people do what they're told. Uh, don't leave the herd. They think they're good for not thinking. They don't want to be free. When I say things that anger you on this show, you've thought through them. You know why you're, Jesse's dead wrong about this. And you know what? I love that. I love that you disagree with me about things. That means you're still a thinking person. Don't ever become like them. Here's what you should do, though. Go get a man to sex for yourself. It's the weekend. I am going to spend at least 10 minutes. It'll probably be 20 or 30, like it always is, practicing with my Mantis X. You understand that you don't have to wait around for results with Mantis X. It attaches to your weapon. You dry fire practice in the comfort of your home, and you will find yourself getting good after 20 minutes. My goodness, spend two weeks. Spend a month, spend two months, then go back to the range. You're going to be stunned. And being able to practice, look, I know it sounds lazy, and it is. Being able to practice in the air conditioning or the heat, we got the fireplace on and I'm practicing, that's a nice way to practice with your weapon, right? It's the ultimate Christmas gift for the shooter in your life. The Green Berets use it. MantisX.com is where you go get one. This is what the professionals use. MantisX.com. Jesse, what do we, why do we not call Hamas and its supporters bigots? Well, they wouldn't care. 
listen, the left calls you bigots for two different reasons. There's a reason they call you a bigot. The first reason is it's effective programming for the various minority groups they rely on for votes, right? If you, if you walk into a black neighborhood in a big city, they believe, having never been introduced to Republicans, they believe Republicans are racist. Democrats tell them that all the time, over and over and over. So they believe it. So that's one of the reasons they call you a bigot. Another reason is it bothers you. You don't want to be that, and I'm glad you don't want to be that. So because it bothers you, it distracts you. You'll argue with, I'm not the real bigot. I've, I've, I've got, I, I, what are you talking about? I, that's why they do it, because it bothers you. You could call them anything like that, and it wouldn't bother them. The only thing you could call them that would bother them would be something that maybe affects their agenda. That's why I call them communists. They hate that. They love when you call them liberals or leftists or progressives. They hate when you call them what they actually are because they need to lie about that. You, time to put your phone down. Time to enjoy your family. Enjoy your weekend. Embrace your community. We will be back on Monday to do it. Medal of Honor Monday, all right? That's all. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.